You can lead your life with forced discipline, but that won't get you very far. What you need is devotion. In this episode, I talk about the importance of devotion to keep your life feeling sacred. Tune in and learn the difference between discipline and devotion, how influencership has killed the sacred nature of your life, how you can be unconsciously devoted to things that don't serve you, five signs that you are practicing discipline without devotion, and six questions to help you cultivate a deeper sense of devotion in your life. I have some fun news. I will be reopening my intimate group offering Potent Leaders very soon. This is a four-month coaching and mentoring journey that will help you rebuild your business from a place of absolute alignment so you can lead your purpose with integrity. I'll only have eight seats total. That's for eight leaders total. Learn more about Potent Leaders at rubyframon.com forward slash Potent Leaders. And if it calls to you, apply today. If you're feeling called to sit with Combo, head to rubyframon.com forward slash Combo to request a private ceremony with me in Austin. And as always, my book, Potent Leadership, is available on Amazon and Audible. Grab your copy of the book at potentleadership.com. Now, whether you're a loyal listener or brand new to the podcast, please take a moment to download a a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes and Spotify. Now get ready because we're about to enter a deeper sense of devotion that will help you bring back the sacred nature of your life. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion, and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, change makers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremont, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. Welcome to another episode of Potent Truth, and I am devoting this episode to my word, my intention, for 2023, which is devotion. If you've been in my community for a while, you've probably heard me speak about devotion at least once. And since I started speaking about this, it has become somewhat of a buzzword, a buzz term in the spiritual and personal development community. So this episode is really here to serve as a space to discuss what it truly means to be devoted. Now, 2023 for me is a year to cultivate a deeper devotion 
to what feels truly meaningful to me, not to anyone else, not to my previous identities, but what feels meaningful to me as the human being that I am today. Because evolution is real. And as each day passes, we continue to evolve ourselves. And as you've heard in the last few episodes, my process of death and rebirth is very real. And through that rebirth, there is an evolution. And again, as I mentioned in the rebirth episode, so much of the rebirth is unclear, but what is clear is the fact that I am evolving into this next depth of my being. And what is needed to continue to nurture that depth is a deeper devotion to only the things that really feel meaningful to me. Now, I did an episode on this in um, year five. That is a really great episode to listen to prior to listening to this one. So if you have not heard episode 252 entitled Sovereignty Takes Discipline, Devotion, and Discernment. I highly recommend hitting pause right now and heading to episode 252. Listen to that before we dive into this episode. Now, the opposite of devotion, let's start here. The opposite of devotion is what many people are practicing. It's how many of you are living your lives. And I've been there too. The opposite of devotion is apathy. It's indifference. It's disloyalty. And that disloyalty isn't just the disloyalty to those around you, but it's a disloyalty to yourself. It's an indifference to yourself, to your purpose, to your movement, to your leadership. It's a genuine, real, visceral state of apathy which so many of us go through. And now is a great time to ask yourself if you're going through your life and leadership and and leading your business from a state of apathy. It's really important to get real with yourself. Now, I want to share just a little bit about how I got to this place of really being truly devoted, of practicing devotion. Now, I started coaching in 2014, it's been a long time. (laughs) And within one and a half years, I was featured on dozens of podcasts. I had my writing go viral online and I grew a large audience completely organically. It was overwhelming just how fast my presence grew. And at the same time, it offered me a, the notoriety that I was seeking It offered me success very early on in my career, and it took a lot of discipline, okay? And again, we're going to get into the differences between discipline and devotion, but it took a lot of discipline for me to get to that place. Now, in 2017, so three years after I started my business, my business boomed in a really, really big way. 2017 was the year that I hosted the first Amplified Soul Live three-day event, and I had 100 people in the room. To sell 100 tickets to a three-day event in Los Angeles, that in itself is a feat. I worked my ass off to get that done, and the event itself was amazing. I, I still look back to that event, and I'm in awe of what 
me and the people in that room co-created. It was a beautiful, beautiful event. And from that event, I sold out my entire business. Every offering that I had, I started hosting sold out retreats. Um, The live events continued. I was speaking on international stages and many, many more podcasts. I was being featured a lot more. I was enrolling more clients. But then I hit a wall. I feel like I hit the wall probably very early on in 2018, but there were signs of this towards the end of 2017. Like I felt like I was either running out of gas or not super fulfilled, even though I was financially successful. Something felt deeply, deeply misaligned. And that's when I started getting really sick. And I was um, dealing with a lot of physical issues, emotional, mental issues, all of which were, of course, interconnected. And I just didn't know what to do. Because on one hand, I felt like my business was booming. Things are going really, really well in my life. But on the other hand, I wasn't feeling the same. There was a, a total misalignment taking place in my life and in my business. And that's when I went towards plant medicine. When Western and holistic medicine wasn't really serving me, I journeyed into the plant medicine space. So December 2018, when I first started sitting with ayahuasca and really devoting my life to this plant medicine journey, never did I ever imagine what would happen next. Plant medicine took me on this journey of downsizing everything, downsizing my business, downsizing my life. It took me on a journey of breaking everything down and reassessing every aspect of my leadership, of my relationships. I went from hosting 100-person three-day events to working one-on-one with clients in private ceremonies and six-month journeys. And as the world continues to scale, right, we hear this a lot in um, the business leadership space is we have to scale. Scaling is how we'll impact more people. So as the world continued to scale, I continued to expand my roots deepen intimacy and hold things more sacred. So I started showing up less online, meaning no more daily videos. And yes, I was doing daily videos. It was insane. Um, But holding things more sacred, holding more sacred spaces for myself and for my clients. At one point, I was the coach that you hired to help you gain visibility. And now I'm really here to help you journey to the deepest depths of yourself so you can uncover your truth and lead with potency. There is such a visceral shift, an evolution that I have been on since 2018 that has taken me into the more intimate spaces of my purpose, of my dharma, of my work, of myself. And This has required me to shift from discipline to devotion. So at one point, I really thought I knew what I wanted. When I started coaching in 2014, when I got in with the popular 
in crowd of the influencers. Like I really thought I knew what I wanted, but instead I was chasing other people's dreams while I was also tending to my inner child's desire to be seen, to be acknowledged, to be understood. I held nothing sacred. You can read more about this in my book, Potent Leadership. If you haven't read the book yet, I highly recommend you do. But at this point in my life, I was leading my life, my business, my movement, my dharma with discipline only and zero devotion. In fact, I wasn't conscious to the things that I was actually devoted to. I created a lot of success. Don't get me wrong. I created a ton of success, but not a genuine feeling of fulfillment. I was living life without devotion, which is the same as living on autopilot. And we all do this at some point in our lives. It's hard not to. Because we see what other people want, especially in social media. We see what other people want. We see what other people are doing. And we think that's what we also want. But we chase those dreams because what we're doing is we're actually trying to fulfill the the innermost desires of our inner child, the things that we didn't receive when we were younger. So again, for me, it was like this desire to be seen, to be acknowledged, to be understood, which is why I was doing all the things and being seen in all the places and doing daily videos and doing all these events and running multiple offerings all at the same time. Again, nothing felt sacred. So there are two ways that we can practice devotion. There's conscious devotion and there's unconscious devotion. The unconscious devotion is when we allow our unconscious mind to lead us by the things that we are focusing on. So we can be unconsciously devoted to our fears, to our pain, to our suffering, to our past stories and experiences and make decisions and choices based on that sense of devotion. Or we can be consciously devoted to things. For example, I am now consciously devoted to my health and well-being. In fact, that is like my number one priority in life. And I do not sacrifice anything for that. So that means I say no to events that happen on a weeknight at night because I go to bed at 8 p.m. I wake up super early so I can work out and move my body. I invest a lot of time, energy, and resources into my physical well-being, into my health, That is a conscious devotion that leads me to make conscious decisions and choices that allows me to cultivate a sense of discipline that feels really good because I know what this discipline is protecting. It's protecting that which I am devoted to. Now, when it comes to discipline versus devotion, I mean, just take a moment right now to sit with those words. Sit with the word discipline, Repeat it in your head. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Notice how your body is feeling. Notice the sensations in your body. What are you experiencing? And then sit with the word devotion and repeat it in your head. Devotion, devotion, devotion. And notice what you're feeling and experiencing in your body. Notice the sensations in your body. 
There is a visceral, tangible difference. Discipline is very masculine. And I'm a firm believer that we need both masculine and feminine in healthy doses. There's a harmony between the two. Discipline is very masculine. It's a lot of force. It's a lot of doing. Whereas devotion is more on the feminine side of things. It's about nurturing and it's about being. But we need both. So just like we need the feminine and the masculine, we also need devotion and discipline. However, discipline isn't what we need to lead with. When you try and discipline yourself to do something, there's a reason why it's hard to stick to that plan. There's a reason why you fall off the wagon per se. Discipline is actually the container that holds all that you are devoted to. Okay. Discipline is the container to support that which you are devoted to, whether it's unconscious or conscious. So if you are unconsciously devoted to your fears, if you're unconsciously devoted to being seen at all cost, then the discipline you're going to cultivate is maybe I'm going to discipline myself to post an IG reel every day. I'm going to discipline myself to be on X number of podcasts every month, but there's a force behind it. There's a doing behind it and you're not left feeling super fulfilled Whereas if you are clear on what it is that you're devoted to, you know, I'm devoted to serving my purpose, then you create discipline around that devotion. And it's not going to look like, oh, I need to force myself to create an IG reel every day. It's going to look and feel completely different. You cannot hold intentional discipline without intentional devotion. So again, it's the difference between conscious and unconscious devotion. You need to get clear on what it is that you're devoted to, because I can assure you that right now you are unconsciously devoted to a lot of things. And perhaps there's an opportunity for you to cultivate a deeper sense of conscious devotion. Devotion is what creates intention, okay? And devotion is what illuminates where to direct your energy. So you're not just directing it into all these different misguided places. This is how we keep our life sacred. When we're not dispersing our energy into all these different things that don't actually bring meaning into our life, we hold life sacred. sacred. We keep life sacred by cultivating a deep sense of devotion to that, that which we feel is meaningful in our lives. So let's talk about what happens when you're practicing discipline without devotion. In fact, I'm going to give you five signs that you are practicing discipline without devotion. So sign number one, the discipline feels forced. So again, we need both. We need discipline and devotion, but we want to have the discipline as the container to hold that which we are devoted to. So it's very intentional discipline. It's, It's conscious discipline. So if you are feeling that your discipline, your current level of discipline feels forced, like you're forcing things, 
that is a sign that you are practicing discipline without devotion. Sign number two is you feel energetically depleted or even physically exhausted from the amount of discipline that you're practicing in your life. Often when we talk about discipline, that's the energetic vibration that comes up is like, oh, it's so exhausting. Oh, this is so hard. And in the space of personal development, especially in this like alpha male, like I don't even know how to describe it anymore. There, there's just like this force, this push, like you got to get it done. And I believe that we have seasons for everything. There are seasons to hustle and seasons to rest and seasons to go faster and seasons to go slower, that we're not meant to constantly be in this state of forcing things to happen because what happens is you get energetically depleted, physically exhausted, physically drained, emotionally depleted. So if you currently feel energetically depleted or even physically drained, that is a sign that you are practicing discipline without devotion. Sign number three is that you are constantly questioning why you do the things that you do. If It's okay to sometimes ask yourself, oh, I want, why am I doing this? But when you ask yourself that and you have an answer, that means you're clear on what you're devoted to. But when you ask yourself why you're doing the things that you're doing and you don't really have an answer for it, that is a huge red flag that you are practicing discipline without devotion. Sign number four is that you are lacking a sense of purpose and clarity. Like you're doing, 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 but you're not really clear why you're doing the things that you're doing. You're not really clear how this aligns with your purpose. You're not clear. Things feel fuzzy. Things feel muddy. And then sign number five that you're practicing discipline without devotion is that no matter how much success you create, because you can create a lot of success with discipline only people do it all the time. But no matter how much success you create, you never seem to feel fulfilled. You may look like, you may appear to have everything that you want, but you don't feel fulfilled. Nothing feels sacred anymore. A good example of that are leaders who get lost on the influencership path they start to focus more of their time and energy on being an influencer online than really leading their dharma. And and that's okay. We all do this. Social media has a way of dragging you into its or sucking you in (laughs) to its addiction. And again, I, I share a lot about this in my book, Potent Leadership. So you get sucked into this, this new vibration of influencership, which actually steers you away from your dharma. And you don't really feel fulfilled because now you feel like you have to film everything and capture everything and show everything and nothing is sacred. Nothing is sacred. Even family time becomes a post, right? You start to hold nothing sacred. That leads to a really deep sense of unfulfillment and misalignment. Um, Be cautious of that because that is a huge warning that you are going to at some point hit a wall, that one day you will look around and realize how off purpose you are. So those are five signs that you are practicing discipline without devotion. Now, I also want to share with you six questions to ask yourself to help you cultivate 
a deeper state of devotion? And these are phenomenal questions to ask yourself to sit with, to journal on. So if you're driving, just come back to this and make sure you write these questions down. Um, And if you're listening, feel free to write the questions down now, but take your time to answer them and answer them truthfully and honestly, no matter how hard the truth hits. So question number one, where am I currently directing my energy? And am I left feeling energized or depleted? So take an audit of your life and observe where you are directing your energy. And you can do this over the span of a day, a few days, a week to get a really good sense of where your energy is going. And then notice if at the end of the day, you're left feeling energized or depleted. And I don't mean energized as in you have a lot more energy than you started with. Um, speaking as a projector in human design, <laughs> as someone who at the end of the day is done, I don't mean that type of energy. What I mean is there's like a genuine sense of, wow, that felt good. Even if you are a little tired from the day, that felt good versus the depletion. Question number two Does my current level of discipline feel forced and unintentional or nurturing and intentional? So really assess the ways in which you discipline yourself, whether it's a a discipline around working out and taking care of your body or a discipline around your writing or content creation or a discipline around the way in which you've chosen to build your business, the discipline around your time, really assess those areas of your life and how you're utilizing discipline and see, is it forced? Is it unintentional or is it nurturing? Does it feel like it's nurturing something and it feels highly intentional? Question number three, what do I truly value in my life? What are my non-negotiables? So if you've read my book or you've worked with me, you know that I love calling values your non-negotiables because a true value is something you never negotiate. But often what we do is we carry the values of others. We, again, we think we know what we want. We chase other people's dreams or our parents or the people who raised us projected their values upon us. And then that becomes what we think is important. But that's how we lead ourselves into a a life of unfulfillment. You need to get clear on what it is that you as an individual at this stage in your life, at this stage in your evolution, what is it that you value? What is it that you consider a non-negotiable? And again, I'll go back to me. What's a non-negotiable in my life? Integrity. What's a non-negotiable in my life? My health and my well-being. These are things that I protect. These are things that I am devoted to. These are things that I will never, ever negotiate. So get clear on that. Question number four is more of a fill in the blank. My current actions and behaviors show me that I am devoted to blank. So assess your life Assess your your actions, the choices that you make, the decisions that you make, the way you show up. Assess all of that. And that is all going to provide clues to show you what it is that you're devoted to and most likely what it is that you are unconsciously devoted to. Question number five, 
What is it that I desire devoting myself to instead? What is it that I desire devoting myself to instead? And this must be aligned with your unique values and non-negotiables, okay? These are not things that you want to devote yourself to because you see other people doing it and it looks fun and it looks like it'll create your success. No, fuck that. Like, what is it that you at this stage of your being, at this stage of your evolution, truly desire devoting yourself to? And again, it has to be aligned with your values and non-negotiables. And then number six, how will I keep things sacred? How will I keep my life sacred? So an example for that, um, for me came really organically in that I started showing less of my life online. It just didn't resonate anymore because I recognized why I was trying to do it. I recognized that I was trying to prove myself and that was taking away from the experience of life itself or the, the sacred nature of the work that I do. So I started pulling back. Um, other ways that I keep life sacred now is I do things for me alone and not just the camera. So we all fall into this habit, if you will, at times, because again, social media is an addiction. So just be cautious of that and ask yourself, how will I keep things sacred moving forward? Devotion is really needed to hold life sacred. And we need both discipline and devotion, but the discipline has to come from a place of devotion. The discipline needs to be really intentional and conscious because the discipline is the container that holds all that you are devoted to. So choose to be intentional with your actions. Choose being over doing and choose to lead your life and your legacy with devotion. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Potent Truth, where I am taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. Just wanted to let you know that I will be reopening my intimate group offering, Potent Leaders, very soon. This is a four-month coaching and mentoring journey that will help you rebuild your business from a place of absolute alignment so you can lead your purpose with integrity. Only eight leaders total. Learn more at rubyframon.com forward slash potent leaders and apply today. If you're feeling called to sit with combo, head to rubyframon.com forward slash combo to request a private ceremony with me in Austin. And if you have yet to grab a copy of my book, head to potentleadership.com and grab yours today. You can also download potent leadership on audible. If you're listening, please be sure to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. And I think Spotify is now allowing reviews, so please do so, so I can get this podcast out to more leaders around the world. And as always, connect with me on social media. My handle is at I am Ruby. I tend to spend the most time on Instagram. And if you prefer to be more intimate, just text hashtag potent truth to 1781-336-0160 to start receiving weekly potent reminders. Thank you so much for being part of the potent truth movement. And next week, I drop in with a guest that I've been wanting on Potent Truth since the show first aired in 2017. He's been featured on so many podcasts and media outlets 
But our conversation is a little different as we journey beyond what he's created and into who he's become. Stay tuned for next week's episode with the creator of The Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod. Aho, leaders.